Hey everyone, welcome to episode 97 of You Heard It Here Second. New episodes are released every week on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well. So just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. Uh, ski jump archery. <laughs> so you go off a huge jump and have to unload two arrows in the air. And, and hit a target. Hit, and try to hit close to a very large target. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Derek and Steve present... Most of the time it's and long. And they can always see how long it is, so we don't have to tell them it's quick. I messed up. And this no, no, is no. only making well, no, it we, longer. We both messed up this all This is time. only making it longer. Oh, I know, I know. We need to get moving to make me not a liar. <laughs> and Shaq's like, don't talk about Fergie. She's my girl. Don't talk about Fergie. And Charles Barkley goes, I think I need a cigarette after that. <laughs> you heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 97 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek, alongside Steve. Steve, what is up? What is up, Derek? That was a little more exciting than I was trying usual. to be a little more excited that than usual. We very, talked about, yeah. But very little more it was exciting. Very, and it was also pretty fake more exciting. I was like. kind of practicing for our listeners. I was just yeah, practicing could, the opening. Yeah, of, you could. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I was like going. Pretending pretty, you're walking out to a crowd. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. And welcome to episode 97. We're getting close to 100. You're going to have to do <laughs> You're gonna have to have do something yeah. pretty spectacular. We need some like fanfare. Yeah. We so, can't do spectacular like, like we said compilation, but we can do spectacular like. Energy. Yeah. So you yeah. know what is up? Yeah. My attitude. That, hey, there you and go. And no, it needs That's to be good. up your attitude. All right. All right. Okay. So that, up your noted. attitude. Noted. Attitude up. Good. Required. <laughs> so uh, episode 97 of You Heard It Here Second, we have a filled up show today. Uh, we have a guest and we mm-hmm. have four quarters, uh, including that guest quarter. So And an opening drive. And an opening drive. So we got a lot to get to. Uh, we will dive right into it. I'll let you do the opening drive for the most part because it's a little preview. Uh, as a quick disclaimer, actually, a couple things. First of all, uh, today is Tuesday. We normally record on Monday. Correct. So we, I had a Celtics game last night. Couldn't couldn't make it home early enough to do the podcast, so we're recording on Tuesday night. Second, we won't be here next week. Correct. Because you'll be on vacation in sunny Florida. I will. And, and so what you will be missing our commentary on, and we do apologize for this, because we're not going to do them a week later, is the Oscars, which is this Sunday, yeah. and the Bachelorette finale, or the Bachelor finale. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I heard it's wild. Really? Um, so we have not wow. been watching it this entire season, and we will continue to do that, and you will not hear about The Bachelor Correct. from us next week, unfortunately. Correct. So those are the updates. So those are the updates. And so for that reason, we have our opening drive today, which is a little bit of an Oscars preview. Uh, and I think you've prepared something. I have I indeed. Yes. So I'm going to, all I'm going to do is read through the literally nine movies that are up for best picture. There's nine movies and I've just made a little pun for each one to just get through how we feel about them. Cause mm-hmm. I already know which one you like and I know which one I like. So here we go. So nominees for best picture in 2018 Oscars are... The Post, more like the worst. The Shape of... Uh, don't do that. Do not <laughs> I had to do, do it once. I had to do, do once. I had to do it once. <laughs> the Shape of Water, more like The Feeling of Boredom. <laughs> three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, more like Three Boredoms Outside... <laughs> Actually, I wrote down Three Billboardoms Outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> That's better. Call Me By Your Name, more like Call Me By Your Name if you're going to see this movie because then I won't answer. <laughs> Number five, Darkest Hour... More like The Longest Two Hours. Phantom Thread, more like Phantom White Bread. 
Dunkirk. This was a layup. This was a layup. Dumb Kirk. Easy. <laughs> Lady Bird. More like Lady Board. <laughs> <laughs> and I have Phantom Thread. I maybe I, I wrote. You missed Get Out. I think. No, I did not. So oh. Get Out. Oh, okay. More like Get In to a movie theater and see this movie because that... it should win the Oscars. <laughs> I, hey, I'm with it. I'm yeah. with it. So with we it. talked about that being the only one we've seen we liked. and liked. Yeah. We saw three out of nine of them. Yeah. And, and yeah. I don't want to actually go as far as to say, like, we didn't like, like, three billboards. Yeah. But but we don't think, I, we neither of us thought it should win Best Picture. Correct. I, so I like the movie. It's fine. More like three billboardums. Yeah. Yeah. So that's those are your Oscar nominees. That's all you're going to hear from it from us. That's it. Yeah. So Get Out is our pick to win Best Picture. Best Picture. We're all in on that one. All so. in on that one. Anything else on the Oscars? That's all. That, I mean, <laughs> that's what I prepared. That's all we got, I think. That's all we got. I don't know anything else about the other categories. Uh, the only the only thing I'll say, just because I was talking to someone about it today regarding three billboards, is I could support it winning some acting awards. Yeah. Uh, I thought no, the actors I, and characters were real great in that movie. I think so. it was well acted. It is just a little – it's just too strange. Yeah. You know when there's one yeah. – it's like one notch too strange yep. to be enjoyable. For sure. That's where it is. For sure. I, I do not want it to win Best Picture the way it did for the Golden Globes, but I would be down for it to win some acting awards. Yeah. So Get Out should win. Get Out should win, period. Get out of here if it doesn't win. Get Out. All right. You should get in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll work on some of those puns. Oh, yeah. So that brings us into the first quarter of our show, which is the BC Update. Got another dude! Hey! What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Dudes to the right, dudes to the left, stuck in the middle with you. Got another dude! Heisman Trophy, Bronco Nagurski Award, Ultimate Dudes. Got another dude! O-Line U, bunch of dudes. All right, so there's the famous Steve Adazio song, Got Another <laughs> Dude. Um, so the Boston College update today, uh, we will follow up first on the event we talked about for the previous two podcasts. We had pitched to a few people. Not many people followed up on some people our did. advertisement on the podcast, but some people did. Uh, so I'll let you start it out. How about the event that we went to last Tuesday night, I believe it was, yes, this at was the, the Worst Bar? 100 Days Preview Party. Um, there was about 20 people. Yep. 20 people there. Probably. Um one beer ticket, pretty bad food at the worst bar. No, the food a, wasn't terrible. Food wasn't a, terrible. Was, some of the right, food fine. was okay. You're right. Some of the food was Monster okay. Monster all were good. Fair. Okay. That's so <laughs> that's the review. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like BC needs to do a better job yes. of putting these things together. It was a Tuesday night after a holiday weekend in the worst bar in Boston and poorly advertised. Correct. So there was really no way that this was going to be successful, and I feel like they're putting it on BC, like the the alumni, rather than putting yeah. it on the event staff. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think they expected it to be a, a raging success, but it was just it could have. I mean, it's Boston. This is where the school is. This yeah. is where the majority of your alumni live. Yeah. It should be easy to get more than twenty people. more than twenty people to <laughs> yeah. an event. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, that's kind of what we said when we were there. Um, you know. Just especially with the the Tuesday after a Monday holiday, it was like, and they closed the registration for the event online early. They closed it by Tuesday. It was closed by Tuesday morning. So it was like, I, 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 I mean, I knew from talking to you that we could go to this event, but had I not been talking to you, had I not known, 
I very likely could have gone on the website on Tuesday to register, being like, oh, I'll go tonight, and seeing that it's full. And then, like, just that deterring me from going. Like, yeah. like I know it said you could pay at the door, but, like... So there were some things that could have been managed better about the way this event was held. But nonetheless, um, I don't even really know what the purpose of it was. It was kind of like There a, was an announcement. There was an announcement about the reunion. About but, the reunion. Yeah. The only thing I remember was the socks. There were socks. If you give $25, yeah. you get socks. Get a pair of nice socks. Which I already have. <laughs> They're nice socks. Yeah, they, they are nice socks. They definitely could be better socks. Though. Yes. Yeah. Like... They're just gray with dark red eagles that you can't really see. Yeah. Because gray on dark red looks pretty bad anyway. Right. They are comfy. They're work-ish socks. Yeah. So. Well. I have them. You have you have some. I don't. If I donate $25, I would get some. But I'm going to donate a bunch of money for tailgating in a couple months. So I'm not going to donate $25 now. Well, you'll get some socks, baby. I'll get some socks. You know, it'll be good. Um, so anyway, th- there's that. There's the... Uh, they made some announcements that mostly we already knew that we already, and it's also like look out for stuff coming in March about the reunion and and all that stuff. So, check. Um, overall, event was just sub subpar. Subpar. So, um, so there's that. The other topic we'll talk about is BC basketball. Talk about them a little bit. They're don't really talk. Uh, about your question here is: Are they officially out? The answer to that question is yes, barring a long tournament run in the ACC tournament. Everyone has a chance in the ACC tournament. Um, everyone makes it. There's a really weird, it's actually one of the weirdest formats for a tournament that you'll ever see because every team does make it and there's 15 teams, which is a very weird number. So it's like, does the first team get like a buy? The, the, a bu- there's double buys for like the first six teams, I think. Oh, wow. It's like, so, so the, the first set of games is teams 12 through 15. Those four teams play down to two. Then after that, you have those two joining in with like teams 11 through. Or, or I think it's like eleven to fifteen. Will we be eleven to fifteen? We we'll, we'll, we're we're not going to get any buys. It looks like unless okay. we win our unless we win our last couple games, we might jump into having a buy of those first playing games. I think you have to get up to number ten maybe to have a buy. Anyway, we regardless, have the, yeah. If you want BC basketball to make March Madness, root yeah. for them in the ACC. They got to go far, and I mean, like they, they've lost enough games at this point that they probably should have won close games, you know, albeit, but games they should have they should they needed to pull out. To the point where they, I would say, need to make a run to like the the final four of the ACC the ACC tournament to ha- to make some noise and like maybe get considered as a bubble team if they're very impressive. Um, point being, it's a long shot for BC to make the tournament this year. We kind of knew that going into the season, but it's disappointing with the position they were in to have you know maybe gone five and one in those last six games and put themselves in the conversation to yeah. be a bu- bubble team. So so don't get your hopes up for BC basketball. However. There is a chance. There's a chance. You're saying there's, there's a chance. There's always a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that. Anything else you want to mention about PC basketball? That is all I want to say sports. about BC basketball. BC sports were kind of, I mean, yeah, congrats not, not to much. the BC hockey team. Yeah. Uh, six, five players from the women's hockey team played in the women's Olympics, mm-hmm. won a gold medal, mm-hmm. um, and one male played on the men's team, mm-hmm. uh, which woefully underperformed. Yeah. Um, however, congrats to yeah. the five BC women who are coming home with gold medals. Yeah. Big, big accomplishment for them. And as well as their BC women's hockey team itself is also doing very well this year, which we haven't really followed much, but I know that they are near the top of the country as far as rankings go there. So uh, any other news on BC? That's it. Alrighty. That brings us into quarter number two, which is our special guest. And joining us over the phone, we have longtime listener, first time caller, Kim Curtis. Kim, how are you doing? 
I am doing great. Thank you for asking. Um, I'm so nervous. I don't know why. Um, I've listened to the podcast since day one. And um, so I feel like it's sort of it's sort of like I'm having a fangirl moment being on the show. <laughs> well, it is very 97 nice. 97 episodes later. 97 yeah. episodes later, you finally made it onto the pod. I mean, it is a common thing. We always ask if our people are nervous, and they always say yes, and they're not sure why. <laughs> Yeah. So you're, you're... It's, I feel sort of weird that I'm not like the special guest for episode 100 um, just because <laughs> I have been such a dedicated fan, but 97 is not so bad. Hey, we have not planned 100 <laughs> yeah, yet, so you, you may still be invited. Okay, cool. I hope so. I'll clear my calendar. Good. Well, Kim, I want to put you on the spot and ask you, what's your favorite and least favorite thing about the podcast? And you can't say that I'm your favorite and Derek's your least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my favorite thing about the podcast is that I feel like I'm hanging out with my friends. Um, I feel like we never left BC, um, in a good way, not not in a sad way. Um, (laughs) and I learn a lot. So I feel like I can fit into social situations more because I can drop some knowledge about sports and Game of Thrones and things like that. Um, and you know, my least favorite thing is that it's not every day. Oh, that's wow. a good answer. That's a, that's a real good answer. Kim, you may have jumped to number one fan. <laughs> you, may, you may have just surpassed Murph as the number one fan. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, hopefully your parents are up there too. They're, they've, they've fallen a couple spots recently. <laughs> um, okay. So Kim, Kim actually brought us the idea of quizzing us instead yeah, of flipping the script, flipping the script and having Derek and I do a know your tens rather than us doing uh, know your tens for the guest, which is, which is the standard yeah. guest procedure. So Kim, I guess, do you want to give us the rules or what, what's the rules of your quiz yeah. here? Well, so I just want to say this is a function of me being too nervous to do the Know Your Tens and <laughs> the fact that I feel like you guys get to be smug and kind of judgmental on people and their guesses. And so now we're going to see if you guys know anything. I love it. <laughs> so typically, you know, I know that the guests get 15 guesses and after 10, it only counts if they're wrong. Um, since you guys are working together, I think 15 guesses total should be sufficient. Ooh, all right. Um, like it. Right. Although, it will be interesting to see if you guys have a lot of conflict. That's actually also another reason I kind of wanted to see, uh, pit you guys against each other and see, like, you know, if you're getting down to your last guesses. Ooh. Um, yeah, how, how we work as a team. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We rarely work well together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's, let's play our theme song, and then we'll get started. So here is, as customary, our yes. Know Your Tens theme song. That always gets everyone fired up. So, Kim, the stage is yours to run the game show at this point. We're ready to go. I'm nervous. Me too. Me too. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> um, okay. This The top ten. This is the top ten list of NBA rebounders of all time. So, the Whoa. top rebounders in the NBA. That is a great Wow. That is a great one. Oh, man. Okay. okay. Um, and I will try and be as helpful as possible, but I... <laughs> know anything about this so <laughs> wow. my may or may not be helpful wow okay keep all that right. in mind that, that is good to keep in mind I want, all right i want to make a first guess all right steve can go first feel free to veto me no no let's let's talk through it and then submit the final answer i would like to submit shaquille o'neal shaquille o'neal is a great guess can i submit shaquille o'neal you can but you'll be wrong what 
wrong. Shaquille O'Neal, first guess wrong. Wow. Okay. He's number 14. Number oh. 14. We're okay. All right. Okay. 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 All right. I would like to submit now Will Chamberlain. That's a good one. Will Chamberlain's our next guess. Correct. That is number one. All right. Our sound effects are a little delayed. uh, uh, Okay, so Wilt is number one. Okay, all right. We still have to do them, though, because I would like the full experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Good. Okay, so Shaq was wrong. Kareem is probably up there, yeah, I would say. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. We would like to submit Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Correct. Yes. All right. What number is he? Number three. Number Number three. three. Okay, All all right. You have to think back right. in the day when there was like one huge guy. Yeah, and yeah. Everyone well, else was small. Well, well so I, I think and back West. in the day, guys seemed to have a lot bigger numbers, huge numbers. Like Will Chamberlain scored 100 points, you yeah. know, um, averaged like 50 points a game. I've got one. So, okay. Either. Oh, so, Kim, don't do these. Either yeah. Charles Barkley or Carl Malone. Hmm. I'm going to. You can hold off on both if you want. So, all right, I would like to hold off on both. Do you for have now. a better one? I think Bill Russell is on this list. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna fine with that. I'm gonna say Bill Russell is our next guest. Celtics fanboy. <laughs> Bill Russell is correct. Damn, all right. Nice. What number is he? Number two. Number two. Okay. So we got one, yeah. two, and three. So we got That's... one through three. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. What's our um? Yeah. We're what are we? Three for four. You've guessed four times. Yeah. Okay. Three for four. Right. Oh, sorry. I need to give you the updated stats. Yeah. <laughs> three for four. I'm trying to keep them from uh, my own notes as well. So okay. It's, yeah, it's yep. a one, and I'm a one-woman show over here, so I've got to do it all. <laughs> yeah, that's you're true. Doing, Kim, it's true. It's tough. Kim, you are doing so great. <laughs> Thanks. Kim, well, you, well, you can you can keep track of how many we've guessed. I'll keep track of who we guessed and where they are, so that because I have it right in front of me to be able to write them down. So, um, or you have the list in front of you because you're cheating. <laughs> no, we would not cheat. I, I swear, I would not cheat. Yeah, that's against okay. our policy. All right. So we'll we've, we Shaq is our only wrong guess. We've got one through three. So now let's go back to yeah. your Charles Barkley and Carl Malone. I don't hate those. Um, I think Carl Malone's on there. I think Carl Malone's probably on there too. All right, can we submit yeah. Carl Malone? Correct. Yes. All right, good guess, Steve. But he's low though. Yeah. Um, Carl Malone is number seven. Seven. Okay. okay. The mailman always the delivers. Mailman. All right. So what do you think? Charles Barkley's on there too. I See, think Shaq's throwing me for a loop. Yeah. Because like Shaq had a ton of rebounds. I think yeah, and Charles Barkley kind of played. You have to. I think it's more same era, guys. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. What about Tim Duncan? Uh, he's got to be on there. Tim Duncan had such a long, a long career. Let's do it. Yeah, Tim Duncan. Let's go, Tim. Uh, Tim Duncan. He's still playing. Correct. Tim yes. Duncan, number six. Number six. All okay. Right. All right. All right. So you're five for six. Five okay. for six. This All is right. not boating well for me making no, you guys this is, feel bad trust, about yourself. No, trust this me. Is this gonna, is gonna get tougher. This is gonna get very hard. <laughs> um, still missing four and five. We too. will have to guess. Charles Barkley at some point, I think. We can guess him now if you want. I mean, we might as well. We're we're gonna we're gonna add we're gonna end up having like we're gonna guess him at some point. So. We would like to guess Charles Barkley, Sir Charles Barkley. Wrong. Mm. Wrong. Is he anywhere on that list? Lower. <laughs> he is number nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. okay. Top right. twenty. He only has like twelve thousand, so that's like half as many as Will Chamberlain. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a little helpful piece. That's a little helpful hint, though. Yeah. Twenty-four thousand rebounds okay. around around that is where Wilt is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's see. If you oh, have man. a question, I can answer it, but I can't really give you because <laughs> um, I don't know who these people Robert, are. Yeah. David Robertson was, was Tim Duncan's predecessor. I mean, he could be. Just trying to think of the guys back in the yeah. day who did not yeah. play against the right. best competition. Right. I wonder if someone like, uh, like Matt Johnson's on there. Matt Johnson was like not a big man, but he was like. What about Yao Ming? 
Yao Ming. I don't think Yao Ming played long enough. Okay. I don't think. Um, apart, I just guess Magic Johnson. Just do think it. so. I don't think so, but um, let let's give Magic Johnson a guess. Let's try it. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson is incorrect. Incorrect. Oh. Okay. Is he even close? He's not anywhere in the top twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Point guard, Derek. Yeah, I know. Um, that was a dumb guess. All right. So let's see. So how many guesses was that? So that's eight guesses. So you're eight five guesses. for eight. Five for eight. Okay. You think um, Dirk's on there? No. I don't think Dirk's on there. Um, man, <laughs> um, we could go with David Robinson. Um, I don't love. I, I don't feel Either super do confident. I'm trying to in think it. of like. Um, Did you think Jordan's on there? No, no, there's no way Jordan's on there. He oh, was, what about yeah. Pippen or Rodman? Rodman was a huge rebounder. Yeah. Uh, Something feels wrong about it, but he was a big rebounder, so we could try it. I don't know how long his career was. Let's do it. I'm pulling the trigger on Dennis Rodman. He's definitely not on there. <laughs> Dennis Rodman is number 23 on the list. 23. Oh, jeez. Okay. We're all over the so, board. We've already yeah, got so you're four five wrong. for nine here. We've got jeez. four wrong already. Um, okay. Yeah. Five, though. Five's not bad. We're missing number four or number five. More rebounds than Tim Duncan. Like, these are – Yeah, so does it help you if I tell you how many rebounds I had? Uh, sure. Sure. Why not? Okay. They both had okay sixteen thousand, a little more than sixteen thousand. Tim Duncan had a little fifteen thousand. Does it? Okay. So you don't have to tell us this, but does it say their team? Would that be? Um, it doesn't, but I can look it up. Mm. No. Oh, no. Um. Man. Okay. So. What was uh? I'll tell you that I have never heard of these people in my life. That doesn't give you much of a <laughs> well, help. That, but that's great. There's one person, one more person in the top ten that I've actually heard of. I think is like more current. Okay. Okay. But okay. the rest of these people must be old. Okay. That's okay. Helpful. That, that helps for number, for whatever whoever that is in the top ten. That's a lot, slightly more current. Man, this is hard. This is very hard. Rebounders is hard. Okay. Good. This is making me um. really happy. <laughs> um. Okay. Do you want me to tell you? Do oh, you want me to give you hints Patrick on team? Patrick Ewing. Yeah, maybe Patrick Ewing. Can we guess yeah. Patrick Ewing? Um, Patrick Ewing is wrong. Number 25. 25. Oh, man. What were you about to say before he guessed that? Me? No, no. Kim, I thought Kim was about to say something before. Steve oh, I was going to give you hints on teams if you want it. Oh. Um, give us one. We let's need, let's, we need let's throw us a bone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, this person, number... The number four played for um, the San Diego slash Houston Rockets. So I guess they moved. I don't know. Um, also, the Baltimore slash Capital slash Washington Bullets. Oh, man. So maybe this is giving you a timeline. And then played for the Rockets to end his career. Uh, is it Akeem Olajuwon? Yeah. Maybe. Guess. It's yeah. got to be, right? Uh, let's go with Akeem Olajuwon. Guys, I'm sorry to say that is not correct. Oh, man. <laughs> He's number 13. 13. Oh. God. This is bad. This is hard. <laughs> yeah, we... All right. Uh... All of your former guests are, like, really happy right now. <laughs> yeah, everyone who has heard that buzzer Except from us who? time who and time again. someone get 10 for 10 one time? Eric Hamlin got 10 for 10. Eric Hamlin. Yeah, I was thinking Eric Hamlin. All-time yeah. scores, Football, actually. I think, right? Or no, no basketball. Basketball, basketball yeah. Similar. Oh, similar. Con- yeah. What about um... Julie Serving? 
Julius Irving, Doctor J, Dr. J. Or, or, or oh oh, or um Irvin Hayes. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, I forget. I don't even remember. Just Julius Irving. Do you think he was a big rebounder? I don't know. I don't. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh man, the Houston. The, that last hint is like throwing me off too. Like old, played for the Rockets. Okay. I think Dirk you want me to give you a different hint? <laughs> um, let's. We may just have to guess. Yeah. But let's... Okay, let me tell you a different person. Let me tell you about number five. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, number five. Oh, played for the Philadelphia 76ers. Hey. Hey. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, also played for the Washington Bullets, Atlanta Hawks, Milwaukee Bucks. Returned to the 76ers and then ended at San Antonio Spurs in the 1994-1995. That was his last season. Wow, that is hard. He only Sick. played 17 games for the first, so again. Right, that barely counts. No, what yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Sixers. I think Dr. J was on the Sixers. I'm just going to say, can I say Julius Irving, Dr. J? Um, That is wrong. Doesn't sound good. <laughs> when you hear um, I think it's wrong. <laughs> well, I just had uh, to make sure. Yeah. Um, top 25? Checking the whole list there. No, yeah. it's not anywhere on here. Yikes. Yeah. This is freaking This is hard. hard. This is hard. Yeah, where? Okay, and by the way, you're at 5 for 12. 5 for 12. Ugh. We stink. Okay. So um, may, uh, maybe I'll give you extra guesses. I'm feeling uh, like it, but. All right, should we, get, should we guess David Robinson? Yeah. Should we just fire our, our yeah. bullets in the chamber here? Yeah. All right, David Robinson's our next guess. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I'm embarrassed. Everyone here has over 14,000 rebounds. Okay. Can, can, can you throw okay, us let, one hint on your recent, on the person you said you felt was more yeah. recent? That's that's what I'm looking at right now. Oh, he played for the Celtics. Okay. Oh, um, okay. I think I know who this is. Yeah, okay. He played for the Timberwolves, yeah. the Celtics, and the Nets. Okay. That's Kevin Garnett. Correct. All right. All right. <laughs> what number is he? <laughs> He is number nine. Number he nine. Could not be up there okay. that high. Yeah, exactly, because it's like, all right, so, okay. And Dirk's... You're six for 14, so. Six for 14. You think Dirk's, Dirk's had just as long of a career, but I don't think he was as big of a rebounder, but maybe, I mean, although Kim might have heard of him, though. Kim, do you know who Dirk Nowitzki is? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we can, we can try it if you want. No, no, yeah. he's definitely not. On there. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Elgin Baylor? Does he? I think he might have been a big guy. I don't. Let's try I've, Elgin I've Baylor. Never even heard of him. Let's try Elgin Baylor. Uh, no, he's no. not on the list. All right, <laughs> man, we're getting this okay. is this is this is humbling right here. Oh, okay. Here's another one. Number eight is also played for the Celtics. Okay. Um, he was a center. Okay. He's known for his high arching jump shooting and his clutch rebounding late in the game. Is it Larry Bird? <laughs> He's in the Basketball Hall of Fame since 2003, seven feet tall. Not Larry Bird, seven feet tall. Yeah. It could be, it could be Kevin McHale. Um, since 2003. That... Just guess him, dude. Well, all right, let's say Kevin McHale. I'm sorry, guys. That's wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Um. What about Elvin? Is there a guy named Elvin on the list? Elvin. <laughs> Elvin is that Hayes? your guess? No. <laughs> no. Uh, Elvin? Who's well, the big no. E? Well, let me. Uh, I don't know who the big E is. I, last, Some, I don't know. Name. I mean, I wouldn't uh, say that that would be a bad guess. You Elvin. Would, you wouldn't say. 
No. Elvin Hayes. Was it Hayes? Was it Hayes? Elvin Hayes. Yes. Elvin Hayes. Elvin Hayes. Good job, guys. <laughs> yes. Number four. Number four. Wow. Big okay. E. I told you. All we right. Just, we just couldn't think of his name. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to. Okay. I need to add so another person to that Celtics guess. Go. Go ahead, Kim. Okay. I'm gonna give an update to the listeners here. We are seven for seventeen. Yikes. And Jeez. we are missing number five, eight, and ten. Oh God. Uh, That's we might pathetic. have to call seven it. for seventeen. I just need to submit one. I need to see if uh, the Celtic is Robert Parrish. Is it Robert Parrish? Stephen, are you on board with that? Uh, sure. Whatever Derek says. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. Number eight. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Eight so for eighteen. Eight for eighteen, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call, call it yeah. <laughs> I don't think we deserve okay, more so than let that. The, let the record show that working together, you guys still couldn't get the top ten. Or what is, were we at ten? That is were correct. We like, or at, what were we at? At 15? fifteen guesses, I think we had six, six or seven. No, six. I think. Six. Ugh, yeah, six. Yikes. That's yeah. bad. Six for ten. So do you want to know the ones that you're missing? I yes, do want to know five and ten. It looks like we, we missed. Okay. Number five is Moses Malone. Oh, Moses Malone. Moses Malone. Okay. And number ten is Nate Thurmond. I don't oh, even know see, who that is. I've never heard of that. Um, oh, we should have got Moses Malone. <laughs> we should have got Moses Malone for sure. So well, we, de- we deserve one more of these. <laughs> I think that we deserve that. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> wow, this is hard. Yeah. Thank you, Kim, for opening This is what it eyes. feels like. But just, just to give you guys a tip for the future, in the top 25, there's only one current player, Ooh. Dwight Howard. I was going to guess Dwight so, Howard, actually. Okay, good. So maybe next time, like in the future, if we do this again, he might have made his way to the top 10 if he's still playing. He's <laughs> <laughs> we'll almost 13,000. Make a mental note. <laughs> uh. Well, how did wow. we do? So we did we did poorly, huh, Cam? Yeah, we did pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad, pretty bad. But <laughs> to be honest, even though I am smiling and I and I'm gloating on the inside, I really feel like if I had to do this, I would be so nervous. I would totally mess it up. So, yeah. Well, we probably. And, and Steve was. <laughs> Go ahead. Steve was asking me for ideas on categories that I could do, and I'm like, I have no knowledge about anything, so this is a bad idea. <laughs> I was. I, I said. I'm like, uh, I've never seen The Bachelor. I don't know anything about sports. Harry Potter could have been Harry Potter. Yeah, could have been Harry Potter. Uh, wow. Well, but it's it's a high high stress situation. So it is. It is. I get I, it. Sometimes you draw a blank. I was highly stressed, and I was drawing blanks. <laughs> so we were kind of like doing fine in the beginning, not, not very cruising, stressful, and then like cruising. you start hitting a wall, and and this is what happens. This is what happens to our contestants now. Now we know. And when you hit the wall, you start thinking about the time. You're like, am I like making for bad radio? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is this boring? Yeah. Just people waiting for me. <laughs> uh, it's true. It's true. Well, thank you, Kim. So, what's your advice for for us? Should we be nicer to contestants, or how, how do we? How um, do we no, deal? I don't think that would be good for radio. Um, <laughs> I, I think that it's. <laughs> I think it's fun when you're when you um, sort of antagonize them, but um, it is helpful to give hints. It seems like yeah. well, maybe if you know more about it, so you can give more helpful tips. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe you guys should just know more about basketball, and then my tips would have been helpful. Oh, that's a good, that's a good tip. <laughs> that's, that's true, good too. Tip. <laughs> we wouldn't have needed tips. Uh, well, Kim, this was great. I mean, do you have any parting thoughts for your listeners? In your, this is your grand debut, and you've, you've already changed the game. But do you have any parting thoughts for our listeners or, or for the, the car ride tomorrow morning when you're carpooling with your friends? Um, 
you know, nothing major. I'm just, I'm, I'm feeling pretty, like this was pretty successful on my part, not so much on yours, but um, I, I'm really feeling like maybe I have a career in podcast guesting. So you know, thank Kim. you for opening my eyes to this opportunity. Maybe you do, and we, we will certainly have to have you back on because you crushed it. Okay, episode 100. See you then. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Kim. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. All right, so uh, that was Kim with uh, our guest for quarter number two, absolutely stumping us. I was stumped. Embarrassing us. I was embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now we know how it feels uh, when you are given a top 10 category of all of history for a sport, and you have to figure out who the top 10 are. It's pretty hard. Historical top 10. I think it was harder than the usual ones. I'm going to say it was I will say rebounding usual. is a little bit harder than usual. Like scoring is – all due respect to Eric Hamlet who crushed – 10 out of 10. Scoring's a little easier. We than would not have gotten Elvin Hayes in top no. 10 scoring. No, we wouldn't. I, but I think I only got it because he got it. Yeah. In the top yeah. 10. That's true. I, I think I remember I remember when he guessed that. He said, oh, the Big E. And we were just kind of like, uh, so, do you know his name? Because like, I don't know who the Big E is. <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, so, there you go. Uh, quarter number two is over. Uh, thanks again to Kim for running a very effective 10 for 10 on us in which we only got six right. So... A little Toast. disappointing, but it brings us into quarter number three, which is pop culture. All righty, pop culture. We got a few random things going on here. Things that Steve is excited about, for sure. Huge news. Huge, huge news. We don't have a sound effect for this type of news, but we maybe should have one because of how excited you are for these. I'm pumped for yeah. these. Yeah. So, I don't... I mean, I guess we... This is obviously pop culture, but <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts new flavors are out. They're out today. for the springtime. Today. Springtime flavors are here. Dunkin' Donuts has introduced three new coffee flavors. I have yet to try any of them. Derek has tried... One, One of them. Of them. Yep. Um, they are as follows. They are Girl Scout cookie flavors. Yes. However, they don't call them by their proper names. So by their, right. We have peanut butter cookie, thin mints, and coconut caramel. So peanut butter cookie is obviously the dosy dough. Yep. Thin mints is as named. Yep. And coconut caramel is AKA the Samoa. Yep. So I am V excited. For yeah. these flavors, I'm a big, I'm You're... a big Girl Scout cookie <laughs> fan, and also a big Dunkin' Donuts fan. So I think this is the perfect marriage. Yeah, Derek, you have had which one? I've had the peanut butter cookie. Um, now, as we discussed last week, I give up chocolate for Lent, and I made a decision that among these three flavors, peanut butter cookie was the safe flavor for me to have. There is no chocolate element to that Girl Scout cookie. So uh, this is an interesting thing because the flavors. Of thin mints and co- like they, those cookies yeah, have the cookies chocolate. have chocolate. I don't know if the flavor does. Or the flavor not. definitely does not does have not chocolate. have any real chocolate in They're it. Correct. For sure. It's like a chemical. Yeah. That they've made right to like trick your brain. It's true. It's true. So it's it's borderline, but I kind of view it as like that kind of counts as chocolate. You know. Okay. It's like I, I it's close. It. When in doubt, to me, I count it as being part of the thing I'm sacrificing. I respect that. So, but I was like, you know what? I, these are three new flavors. I want to try one. And peanut butter cookie, I just can't spin that into being something that's chocolate. It's just not. And I tried it, 
it is not also was reassured because I would have been disappointed if I tried it and it tasted like a Reese's or something because then I would have oh, been like, this yeah. is chocolate. <laughs> and it would have not that I would have really cared that much. But like, cause like you said, it's chemicals. But <laughs> yeah. uh, it wasn't chocolatey. It was peanut buttery. And it's kind of like peanut butter. It's aptly named. It, it tastes like a peanut butter. What is the you, cookie portion is my The question. cookie portion, I can't identify what the cookie part tastes like. The I'm, best way I try to describe it, it's like kind of like a sugary peanut butter flavor. So it's like, I guess you can call it a peanut butter sugar cookie. That's what I want. Which is kind of the way I tasted it. But, okay, good. But like I will say it wasn't a very strong flavor. Like, like I don't think it's as strong of a flavor as when you had like cookie dough. I think cookie dough is much more strongly flavored like identifiable than peanut butter cookie was, but I liked, I liked the flavor for the coffee. You know, so it, it was not overpowering, which I don't like it to be super overpowering. I'm going to get one tomorrow and I, I'm deciding between peanut butter cookie and thin mints. Yeah. As my first. Are you going to get ice or hot? Ice. Tomorrow's going to be a nice day. Tomorrow's going to be a nice day. I never get I don't get ice coffee. on my walk to work in the winter. I can't do that. Just wear you gloves. Like well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I can wear gloves, but it's just like it's too cold for having iced coffee. Wow. I'm not an iced coffee in the winter person. I'm an iced coffee all in fact, day, every Dunkin day. Dunkin' Donuts sent me a year in review email. Did you get that email? No. Yeah, I got a year in review email Your from Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. Review? Yeah. And, uh, read some stats. <laughs> I, I, I will read some stats, actually. I would actually. love some of your Dunkin' stats. <laughs> let, me, let me pull this up here. Uh, Dunkin', let me. I think I'm going to do Thin Dunkin Mints tomorrow. Year review. Here we go. Derek, here's your DD Perks year in review. Do you always buy? Do you always buy using Perks? Uh, I do. I okay. do. I never buy without. I just I use the app every time I buy Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, so, so this should be an accurate representation. This is, this is an accurate representation. Now I don't want to hype this up too much because it's really not um, that exciting. But so uh, your favorite. Wait, 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 wait. Does it tell you how many coffees you had? No. I oh. wish. I wish it did. I, I actually would be interested to know how many coffees I bought, and I would probably be upset by the number. But it, it, <laughs> it, 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 does, it doesn't tell you that. Uh, my favorite, my preferred Dunkin' run is at 8 a.m. That checks out because that's right when I'm walking by it on my way to work. Sure. So they say that's that the one I get at most common. The, the reason I said this was because what we were just talking about, there's a graphic here that says, here's your favorite coffee by season. Whoa. And winter, it is hot. It just says hot. It just says hot. And then spring, summer, fall, it is iced, all three of those. That's but that. winter, it is, hot, it is hot, and that is accurate. I mean, that's an easy thing to test. Yeah. It doesn't oh, yeah. say flavors yeah. or. Oh like, no no! Just saying what type of drink you get. Oh. I think hot coffee, iced coffee. I imagine if you got like, like culottes, it like would probably say yeah, yeah. Like like, but it just said. But if it, I don't, I just get regular coffee. So, there it is. Your Dunkin' Day, your favorite day to visit Dunkin' is Friday. Apparently, really? yeah, which is interesting. Huh. Uh, I didn't really kind of know. I didn't consciously notice that. Uh, I skipped the line to uh, use go on the go mobile ordering thirty four times mm. in two thousand seventeen. Uh, I've been a loyal DD Perks member for two years, nine months, two weeks, and two days, uh, and that's it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not comp, not, not super the coolest. Yeah, it was like it could it had a lot more potential when I opened it. I was hoping for more. I bet they don't put how many coffees because they don't had. want you to stop. They don't want you to know. Yeah, they don't want you because it's going to be too many. Yeah, it's going to be too many. You, for there's anyone, no way someone's like, oh, I need to have more of those. The, yeah, exactly. There's not like, oh, there's, I only had 150 coffees this year. I need more. Yeah, like, there's no there's, Yeah, like, someone's receiving. Anyone who receives a Dunkin' Donuts report <laughs> is not going to be happy by the numbers. Correct. So they omit the numbers and they say, look, here, here's some cool graphics. Here's fun like, things. You like to go on Friday. You should go on Thursday too. And yeah. like that's more like more likely to work than yeah. someone saying like, you've only ordered 375 coffees this year. Yeah. Like that's only a little more than once a day. So you should go more. Like, yeah. you know? uh, anyway. So, um, so speaking of going more, yeah. we will be going more to get the new Dunkin' flavors. Yes. Peanut butter cookie, 
Thin Mints, Coconut Caramel have officially been released. So and who knows how long they'll be out for, but they should be out for the whole spring season at least. You think? They randomize the crap out of these. They do, but they call them seasonal flavors. I think they'll be around for at least two months. Like, okay. I think they'll be around until... Bring back Jamocha I think I think fuss. you're safe until... I think May, you're safe. I think early May is when they might introduce the summer flavors. They need Maybe to bring, late April. Bring back Cookie Dough. Cookie Dough. Needs to be a staple. I'm upset that it's not. Cookie Dough... Will become a staple. So, you so think? yeah, because um, uh, I noticed that butter pecan became a staple, Did uh, it? A, a, sta- a seasonal staple. So butter pecan is not available right now, but butter pecan was one of the first ice cream flavors they did. And it rotates in, and it's there every year now. Every time, every time summer comes around, that's there. I think cookie dough will get to that level as well. I think butter pecan and cookie dough will always be there for the ice, the quote unquote ice cream flavors they partner with, like Baskin Robbins or whatever. Um, Do you think we will ever have Jamocha almond fudge again? If I had to bet, if you put a gun to my head and made me bet on that right now, I would say no. I don't think they're ever going to have that flavor again. I put a gun to Duncan's head. And say, <laughs> say, bring give. back Jamocha Almond Fudge. That's my favorite. So, yeah, that was a good one. So, anything else on Dunkin' Donuts flavors? That's all other I than have that they're on great? Dunkin' Donuts flavors yeah. other than that yeah. they're great. That's that's true. So, um, from Dunkin', that moves us into another pop culture topic that is totally and completely unrelated to that and not new and not groundbreaking. But it is Planet Earth 2. It is groundbreaking. It is groundbreaking. Well, in it a was way. groundbreaking 10 years ago when Planet <laughs> Earth 1 came out. Yes. And a little less groundbreaking now. And whenever Planet Earth 2 actually came out, which was kind of recently, I mean, it's it's not like in the last month, but it's, it was it's like. It's not. It was. Was it a not year? Two years ago. Yeah, no, right, right, exactly. So uh, Planet Earth 2. We watched an episode of it the other day. Which which did we watch? Islands. Islands. We watched the islands. So episode. it's separated by regions in terms of like islands, desert. Mountains, jungle, jungle, and city. city. Yeah, which is interesting. Which is interesting. We have not watched city, any of the any other of the others. <laughs> um, but we watched Islands. It covered a uh, first of all the it's amazing. Like like yeah. the you know why you understand why this show takes like ten years to produce a season because it's just incredible. I was kind of hesitant because I'm like, oh, Planet Earth. Like, yeah, it's so boring. Those are not interesting. Yeah. Within the first like. Literally the opening shot. Yeah. The opening shot. I'm like, yeah. This is so incredible. It, it's amazing. Like, I cannot stop watching. And, and I said as I'm watching it, like, I don't know when I'll get the opportunity to do this, but I really want to. I want to watch Planet Earth two on like a drugs. massive. Well, <laughs> yeah, on massive okay, yeah. drugs. Yeah, on massive drugs. On a massive 4K TV. Like, like I want to watch it on a stunning display because it is stunning footage. Like, like. It's unbelievable what they capture, and it really is. Um, the marquee scene that you had mentioned as we were watching it—I think you had heard about it already—and I think I, I might have saw a clip of it. Um, there's just an incredible scene with these little baby lizards that are like being born in the sand, and they're born instantly into this environment where they have to escape from snakes, like not like just vicious snakes, snakes, like movie snakes, movie snakes, snakes that like music starts playing and they all rush out. They Like literally at a, as a gang, they're synchronized and they are attacking every time a little baby lizard pops out of the sand and hundreds of snakes hun- pop yeah. out of rocks and start chasing. Yeah. And th- first of all, the, the footage itself is amazing. Like to, ca- to capture it in the way that it was like, it was like a movie. It, it was as if you, it was a movie with a snake attack and on the main character was a little baby lizard. And the, the camera was panning to catch the snakes coming out. As they were going, it which was is like incredible. Follow, following behind the lizard. Yeah. It was almost staged. It, it looked staged, but it was uh, it was real. It's nature. And the other amazing part of this scene, what had nothing to do with the production value to me, was the, was the freaking lizards. These baby lizards. One of these lizards was so smart. 
it blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. Like the narrator is saying, you know, snakes don't have good vision. They depend on motion, like to be able to see things and then like track it down. How the hell does a newborn baby lizard know that? I don't know. But he's like trying to get across this this little patch of sand where all the snakes are. And there's a snake like 10 feet from him. And he just stops and stands perfectly still as that snake is like kind of slithering and like looking for him. He just stays totally still. How this on is earth? Minutes after being born. Being born. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the, like that's the lizard's instinct. Like it's crazy. It's incredible. So like like that was just like that got me just fired up for like <laughs> yeah. for like like nature. Just unbelievable. <laughs> fired so, up for nature. So yeah. if you want to get fired up for nature, Planet Earth Two is worth the watch. Yes, it is. Some people avoid it because it's just kind of like, oh, it's just an Earth documentary. There's it's, plenty of those. This is certainly worth it. It's one of those things. Like, there's so many of these things that, in your mind, you tell yourself, like, this isn't that exciting. This isn't going to be that. I don't really want to watch this. Yeah. I, I don't want to do this. And then you go to watch it, and you're like, oh, this is actually awesome. But like, I and like my brain was just telling me it wasn't going to be great, but I should have known it was going to be great. That's what Planet Earth Two is. Yeah, this is not the Discovery Channel. No, like jungle documentary. No. This is 10 years of incredible – I would almost rather be watching a How They Made Planet Earth yeah. documentary Yeah. because it's incredible. Yeah. The, how they get this footage, I have no idea. It's, it's unbelievable. And some of it is so like – so amazing. It's such amazing close-ups. Close close yeah. like, and, and like even some of the close-ups have like incredible – I don't even know how they capture the sound. Like, the, like there was – I remember there was one scene – with these little like lemur things, remember those? Like where yeah. the baby's like on the mother's back, the like up in the lemur, top yeah. of a tree, and like the mother's like the mother was basically like bathing the baby. It was like licking its hands, and like you could hear the freaking licking sound. Like where the hell is the camera? Like <laughs> yeah. where's the camera? Like like the the production value of that show is, is absolutely incredible. Like so, I, w- I would it's like worth to know it. how much they spent. to Oh make my it. god, I know. I wonder if we can find that out. Plan. I'm I'm gonna take two seconds to try to find this. Planet Earth 2 budget is all I'm going to search. Um, and the first article is 27 mind-blowing facts about the production of Planet Earth 2. So Whoa. let's see if it's <laughs> if it's right there right away or let me see. You're going to have to control uh, F budget. Well, here, well, I'll just say right here, the Islands episode, because this is one of the first bullets I saw, was three and a half years in the making. Wow. Including a year of preparation before any cameras were so much as switched on. A year of preparation I before a camera was turned on. some of that preparation was like getting the animals comfortable with like a fake moving camera. Yeah. Like they, I bet yeah. they had yeah. like the penguins episode or the penguins portion. I guarantee you they just covered a, a camera in penguin colors and had them spend a year with it to get used to it. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Much more than a one take Marvel, the already legendary iguana versus snake showdown was the product of two weeks sunrise to dusk watching of the beach. Wow. It's crazy. What a job. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The debut the debut episode of the series. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Never mind. That was just a viewing thing. I thought it was saying the dollar amount. I'm trying to find the budget here. I wish it would say it somewhere easier. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah, it's got to be a say. lot of money. So went into production six years ago. 117 different filming expeditions. 2,089 days spent in the field. I would love to do that. Wouldn't that be yeah, such a good job? That would be amazing. Although it would be like I don't know if I could handle it. We were saying during yeah. the show, how much do you think they cut out because it's just so it's too much nature, like it it's too brutal to watch, yeah. like lions killing animals or like these snakes strangling these little lizards or whatever. Like how much is too much? Cuz they show a decent amount. 
and I'm, I guarantee they had to cut a ton. Yeah, well, because it's like, well, so you know, an editor's job is insanely difficult to cut the all the boring, all the non-factor stuff, because like they have tons of footage of just nothing happening. You know, because yeah. you have to be filming all the time to be able to, um, to be able to get that. But it's like it's just crazy to think like if there is stuff on the other end of the spectrum, not nothing happening, but stuff that's not like too like too severe to be showing. Yeah, it's kind of it's crazy to think about. So. Yeah. Apparently, Planet Earth One cost twenty five million dollars to make, which isn't as much as I would think. But it's that was Planet Earth One, so I don't know. Twenty five million dollars yeah. is a lot. It is for a nature documentary. It is. It's true. It's true. How? What was the budget for Get Out? <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, a million. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so, so anyway, Episode One Islands is very good. I'm rave reviews. All of them are are just as good. So if, yeah. you, if you've been holding back on watching Planet Earth Two, just because you well, like have better. TV shows to watch, or you just aren't that into yeah. documentaries. Then stop holding back. Stop holding back. Yeah. It is is as good as you remember Planet Earth One being, or as good as you think a documentary can be. That's what it is. Yep. Sure, uh, so moving sure on is. to another completely irrelevant thing. <laughs> uh, the Bachelor finale is next week. So sure I've been is. I've been told we are rooting for one of the Lawrence. That's. Have you actually been told that, or is that a joke? I've been told. Okay, because I thought right. that was a joke because they're all named Lauren always. They're always named Lauren. Okay, but there actually are multiple Lawrence. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. So I'm I'm in. I'm in to root for so, one of the Lawrence. Team Lauren. Team hashtag Lauren. I'm in. Okay. Lauren's found me. Yep. Uh, I am also rooting against Ari, the guy. Me too, but I don't know how that works for anyone because like he's. How do you root against the Bachelor? Like what? Just. She, they pick the last woman, and she's like, you know, I don't, I, I don't can't really. Do this. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. Root yeah. against Ari. I, I'm Apparently, against he was Ari. very bland and boring and weird, and he like spray paints his hair gold or white yeah. or some silver. He drives race cars and drives race cars. Yeah, just. I'm weird. down to root against Ari. I'm in. Okay. for that. Cool. So, um, so we'll get back to you in two weeks with <laughs> the results of of that. Excellent. Um, um, that's all I have for pop culture, unless you have something else about, you know, Duncan flavors, planet earth two, or the bachelor finale. You know, I don't think I have anything else on any of those three topics. Then so. let's move it to sports. The Monster Jam. All righty. In sports, we have a little bit of a rarity. I think this week, I think the only thing we're talking about is a little bit of hockey in sports. Yeah. Just I don't hockey. think we have anything else. Um, yeah. so let's just do it. So in fact, it's actually a rare scenario where I would probably say objectively that the two biggest movers of the NHL trade deadline were our two teams in the yeah. Bruins and the lightning. Um, so the lightning made the higher profile splash, I would say. Oh, and also actually in our other roommate, <laughs> our other teams, the Rangers, and they were the ones having fire sale. So, uh, the, our three teams in this household, uh, really, drove the the storylines and the movement uh, during the NHL trade deadline. So the New York Rangers, you might have seen the Rangers sent a letter to their fan base that's what, uh, that's saying what that saying. they are rebuilding. So uh, that was pretty Do we like well that or dislike that? I don't think I like that. I don't know. Rob loved it. I, I mean. As a Rangers fan, he loved I guess it. I, I guess it's better than just like. I wish I got a letter from the Rays saying that. Saying, yeah, okay. In general, yes. I definitely think that's kind of cool for a team to just be that open with their fans and say, this is what our so plan like, we is. We expect to doing. win. We just don't think we can do it so now. We, so we're going to rebuild now. That's. I think that's, yeah, okay. You know, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Um, I would have probably chosen not to do it mid-season. Yeah. Um, I would have done it after a season. After, but but they wanted to get they wanted to trade their players at the deadline, so they might have wanted to address that before doing all of that. Especially when you're talking about guys that have been key contributors for them, and Ryan McDonough is their captain. So 
All that said, Ryan McDonough gets traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning right before the deadline. Like they 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 yeah. got this deal in just in the nick of time. Um, McDonough, the Rangers captain, he's a top four defenseman. He's a top two defenseman really on that team. Uh, will be a top two defenseman probably on the Lightning paired with Victor Hedman. Maybe they'll be split up on different pairs. Either way, um, a huge acquisition for the Lightning. They give up a pretty good package. Uh, first round pick, second round pick prospects uh Nemesnikov, yeah who's so the, pretty good in terms of current players yeah they didn't go, they didn't give up not anybody. too much yeah so Nemesnikov is is the one guy who they were like him and Tyler Johnson were the two people who are quote-unquote on the trading block yeah there were some other players who were, who were in discussions like Sergachev or, mm-hmm. or or um I mean there's a name any player on the lightning who but they were considered giving too much away mm-hmm. so the fact that the lightning currently gave away I mean I I just don't know enough about uh, pros like NHL prospects or versus I mean, draft picks. I'm I'm sure it was a good package of prospects because yeah. Ryan McDonough was, had a high price tag on him. The thing is, um, those things do matter. I mean, they they do matter in the NHL for farming your team into into the future, but they're expendable when you're competing for a cup now. And that's what the Lightning are doing. They're Lightning are trying to win a cup now. So, um, they go after Ryan McDonough. He's not a free agent to be, I don't believe. So it's not like a rental type of thing, um, which is part of the reason that price was a little bit higher. Um, and so it's a huge, it's a huge acquisition for them. It, it gives them, it loads them up further to make a run at the cup this year. They're already in first place in the East. Yeah. Um, the good thing is, so Vasilevsky is the best goal in hockey right now. Yeah. I mean, most wins, but mm-hmm. the lightning have been giving up a lot of goals. That's yeah. their problem. They just mm-hmm. are so offensively talented that they score a lot. Mm-hmm. So shoring up the defense was a f- important top priority. Yeah. Um, I would also like a, a backup goalie, but yeah, that's yeah. Trade deadline's passed now, trade so it would passed. have to be a, it have to be a free agent signing. Or, um, I was gonna say the Olympics because there is a, there is a little bit of a market for Olympians who decided to play and maybe had good showings, but I don't think goaltending wise there's gonna be much option there. Not on the men's team. Um, I know the Bruins signed Brian Gianta, for example, who was is older and decided not to play with an NHL team this year so that he could play in the Olympics. He's a, he'll be a depth piece, but like there's not a lot of key contributors you're gonna get from the yeah. U.S. Olympic team. So overall. It's a good trade for both the Lightning and the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Lightning gear oh, yeah. up with some good pieces yeah. to take shot at the Cup this year and potentially next year. Um, and the Rangers get a good package of, of prospects and a good package of future picks. So yeah. A-plus a trade from both sides from what I hear. The Rangers, I think, have like, I want to say like five picks in the first two rounds now of this upcoming draft. So they're loading up on first-round picks. They got from the Bruins. They got a first-round pick uh, for Rick Nash, who the Bruins went out and acquired, who's a good um, goal-scoring forward. He's a little bit over the hill. Um, I think he's like 33 years old now, but still can contribute. Um, so the, a, a smaller splash than Ryan McDonough, but still something that the Bruins felt addressed the need. Um, a lot of people wanted the Bruins to go harder after Ryan McDonough. I think that the problem for them is that uh, the Bruins are in a in a state right now where they're where most of their good prospects are actually on the NHL roster now. Like they're, they're a team that didn't, nobody expected to be competing this year yet for a cup. Um, and so the guys that are being demanded in a trade like that are guys that are on the roster now. So it's like, are you really helping your cup run? If you're going to trade yeah. these young guys that are actually already just getting here to the NHL level. So the lightning are able to send away more prospects that hadn't gotten there yet. It, it you know doesn't take away from their current roster. So it's a good trade for them, and it's a trade that makes Bruins fans nervous for sure. They thought they had survived that deadline, and then I think after the deadline passes is always when the trade you know, uh, reports come in after being made official. Um, so do not survive the deadline. The Lightning are the one team 
that most Bruins fans would have said you don't want Ryan McDonough to get dealt to because the Lightning are, you know, the stiffest competition in the yeah. East. So, um, so yeah, it's gonna it, it it should shape up for a good playoff run for them. Hopefully, an interesting playoff run. The the Bruin Bruins and Lightning division this year has been better than the other division, which is rare. Uh, in, in several years past, it's been the Penguins and Capitals and yeah. the Rangers and those teams being the better teams. But uh, Bruins, Lightning, and Maple Leafs have actually been the best teams this season. So it'll be a good playoff matchup. It'll be a good uh, good series, and hopefully they, they play each other in the second round. That'd Both our teams are That'd on a collision course. They are. They are. The Bruins will get a much – so right now with this trade, it seems like the Lightning are going to hold on to the top seed, uh, you would think, if they per, if they performed with the expectation – which is actually a big deal because the the Maple Leafs are that third seed, and the whoever finishes lower between the Bruins and Lightning will get the Maple Leafs. The other team will get whoever the worst team in the entire Eastern Conference playoff picture is. So there's actually a big difference there, and it looks like the Lightning have primed themselves to get that favorable first-round matchup. So we'll see what happens, but we're getting to, towards an exciting time where NHL and NBA playoffs are both uh, going to be coming down the pipe here. So I'm in. I'm in on the Lightning. All right. I may try to go to a – I th- go to go to they a, make a playoff game or a Stanley be, Cup game. That'd, that'd be great. Be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. So uh, anything else on sports? That's really all we had. That's all I got. Wrap it. All right, cool. So we'll go to the final drive. We got similar final drives. You want to go first or you want to go second? I'm going to go second. All right, you go second. I'll go first. Uh, I think we're both going to be talking about some ski mountains here. We were both skiing this past weekend at different mountains, which isn't common. I don't know if we've ever been skiing the same weekend at different mountains. Um, maybe when we were younger, maybe when we were younger, but <laughs> no, I, I didn't ski when we were younger. Oh, well, you're um, right. So, uh, this weekend I was at Loon Mountain in New Hampshire with my family and my cousins. Uh, it was, it's not a new mountain. Not, this isn't a new mountain review. I think we've probably talked about Loon Mountain before. Everybody uh, knows Loon. Everyone knows Loon, but figured I'd check back in cause I hadn't gone there. And I think I didn't, I only got went there last year. So I'm back there for the first time in, in two years. Um, they did a great job with the snow. Really? That was my that was the the biggest thing I was most impressed about because on the way up it was kind of sleeting rain of like 40 degrees. It's like that temperature where you're thinking it's going to be real icy. Then the end of the first day we're there, it starts raining like while we're on the mountain, it's not really snow, it's actually rain and you're like, "Oh, this is probably going to be terrible tomorrow." And uh even some parts of the South Peak which we've gone to several times, we're getting really icy at the end of the first day I was there on Friday. And we get there on Saturday, and I'm telling you, the groomers out there had to have been out there the entire night. And then on the lift in the morning, people said they still saw the groomers out there at 6 a.m. when they were, like, driving by to the mountain or whatever. Mm. At 6 in the morning, the groomers were still out on the mountain, which is kind of rare as well. They're usually just doing it overnight. They had the snow perfect on Saturday, despite warm temperatures and some rain the day Whoa. before. Um, so I was very impressed with Loon. Uh, was I don't, it packed? It was actually not as bad as I expected it to be. Um, it was relatively packed, but you know, the, the age old trick, you head over to the South peak where people have a tougher time getting over there, uh, shorter lift lines. So I was real impressed. I hadn't been there in a couple of years and you know, it's nothing special. It's not, not, not a crazy mountain by any stretch. It's not huge. It's not like, you know, no breathtaking views or anything, but, uh, a good time there. And I was, I was impressed with their snow quality above everything else. So, uh, two thumbs up for Loon over the weekend. That's that's pretty much my update. If you're if you're looking to go to Loon, they're in good shape this winter. So. Cool. Well, that's funny because I went to Stratton Mountain Stratton. the same weekend that you went to Loon, and the snow report is bad. Really? Almost so bad that it was like enjoyable because it was. I can now say that without a doubt, I've skied in the worst conditions I'll really? ever ski wow. in. Yeah. So I know this is just kind of a ski term, but I, I want it to be taken literally. <laughs> It was like skiing in mashed potatoes. It was 
chunky and thick and sloshy, like every single run. And if it wasn't that, it was pure ice. Wow. Like mountain ice, like scraped away from the mountain ice. Yeah. Um, the mountain itself is a wonderful mountain. We've done Stratton yeah. multiple times. It's big mountain. Lines aren't too long. Uh, it wasn't too cold, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But in terms of snow quality, very, very poor. Yikes. We did have some trouble getting out of the rental house <laughs> on the second day. Every car got stuck. It was, wow. a, it was a sloped driveway. So you five cars sloped down, and it snowed all Saturday night and into Sunday morning. Every single car had to be pushed out. We spent two hours shoveling, throwing salt down. One car still didn't make it out, had to be towed. Um, wow. So it was quite the time getting like out disaster. of the house. Yeah. Um, but overall, the ski weekend was great. Good people, great, awesome house, um, really close to the mountain. My, my ski rentals were free because they messed up the bindings. Wow, nice. Um, nice. It wasn't nice at the time, well, <laughs> but yeah, it's nice now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but I, I will say if you're deciding between Stratton and Loon, <laughs> Purely based on snow quality, snow quality, I can confirm that Stratton <laughs> snow quality was very bad. Yikes. And I was surprised. Yeah. Because I, I'm, I, was I would assume they that. would create their own snow. There was yeah. no... There was no snowmakers? There was no snowmakers really? going well. I mean, maybe... I don't know the reason. Maybe yeah. they thought it was going to snow or that the yeah. rain washed. Huh. I don't know. But there were no snowblowers going the Saturday we were on the mountain. Oh, huh. wow. Yeah. Well, so keep that in mind if you're looking for mountains to go to. So. Yeah. Um, that's it that's, that's it. my final drive that's it final drive for both of us so that does it for episode 97 97 your second thank you to kim for quizzing us and being an awesome guest and an awesome listener yep um spread the word we will be back not next week but the following week, week for episode 98 98 of you heard it here second later days